are now listening to Hint of Lemon. All right, so just to recap from what we talked about last time, it just sounds like at a certain point you guys shifted mentally because as individuals, again, you're in your 20s, you made a decision, a conscious decision to start dating and whatnot. But one thing I wanted to note on is that it just sounds like you thought in terms of longevity. I can kind of speak on my behalf, I guess. I feel like at a certain age, you just stop being a kid and maybe it's the pressures of wanting to grow up and have your own and be proud of what you've created in this world. I feel like longevity, that's when you know if it's your career or being married or like going on a venture to pursue something that you've been passionate about and finally have the courage to do something. So would you guys agree that longevity was the focus at a certain point, which is part of getting back together and eventually getting married? I'm actually curious what your take is on that. Well, I think like, I think naturally for me, it was like Marnell bought a house. So then like, that's a long term plan. And then I shortly, well, not shortly, but like a little after we got back together, I moved in. So then a part of like every decision I would make would be like, is this for the better of our relationship? And I don't think I made maybe like little decisions here and there when we were younger, but like now it's like actual decision, right? Like the maturity. I'm going to pick my work schedule based on what works for us as a couple and not just see each other when we can or like financially, like if this is this going to be something that we can as a couple afford or is this something like that? I don't know. I think just like thinking about as an adult had shifted financially we were probably both a little bit more stable than we were in college but then i think we still separated for a little bit our finances and we're still individuals right but i think i was trying to think of like okay how can i support a family in the future for this and i think that's what shifted it a little bit and this is even before i think we got engaged and we started thinking about marriage it was just like starting to think about financially because i remember when we were dating young in college i feel like financially you helped me hold myself accountable but i, did, I couldn't do that when i wasn't with you so then I did that a little bit and then it just carried over to when we were dating mm. still. And like, I didn't ask you to jump right back in and to like help me with that. So I, I carried that habit so that, that that positive came. Okay. Yeah, I think getting back together was a big step for us into like, you know, the adult world and being mature. And like, that was always my goal in the future too. But it was also like new territory, right? Like yeah. being in school and then finding a job. Like I had already been working for like five years or whatever. So like jumping to this new chapter in my life of like potentially getting married and like, it's just weird. Like I didn't know how to take it and I didn't know what was to come. Like I had an idea, but it was all new and we were both figuring it out together. And I yeah. think that was like a turning point for us because it was both of us walking through this because you know i i am actually like two years older than him in school so i actually had i don't know if you ever thought about this but i always had like two years ahead of him of like oh this is what it's like to be in (laughs) high school and a senior and you know in college like i had kind of like a sneak peek of what's to come whereas this time we are literally like hand like side by side welcome to life there ain't no right uh, yeah Yeah. great in life I think that's a great thing to have because then it's like we're both figuring it out together. We're both supporting each other. Yeah, there's hardships along the way. Like we don't know how it will turn out, but it was refreshing to know that we were at the same place in our life and that whatever were to happen in the future, like we'd be doing it side by side. 
and even like little things at home, right? Like I think we, when we first started living together, we had to learn how to live on our own, like away from our parents and then also live with each other at the same time. Like for me, that was yeah, my was, challenge. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I never moved out when I was in high school or college. Yeah. You're my first roommate. I think that was the interesting part. Like I think I had to figure out how to be by myself. Like, oh, I gotta do my own laundry. I gotta do groceries. Yeah. But it was nice because we had to do it together. That one that helped that transition a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But it was also like told us like, okay, well, now we're learning about like who likes to do what and who 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 prefers <laughs> this and like, you know, how do how who how do we schedule things? Like just yeah. learning about the other person all over again. Yeah. Like, and it was exciting. It's weird to live In with a new someone. Territory, yeah. yeah. Physically and you know I think that's what helped going from dating. It was like something else to learn Different, again. Yeah. Because I mean, anyone will tell you this, but you don't learn about more. You learn more about each other when you start living with each other. Mm. That, that's, that, that was true for us. Mm. He's a morning person. I'm not. Yeah, that like, was like, we <laughs> actually are very opposite. Yeah. <laughs> One of us likes to leave the dishes and do it later. One of us to do it right now. We were learning all those types of little things, but I don't know. We just kind of find the happy medium and then kind of made it work for the two of us. But that was, I think that, that was the point of it was us to fight when it works for both, both of us. It's fun, frustrating at times, but fun. <laughs> it's like sure. you're playing house, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were playing house, literally. Real life house. Real life house. Real life sims. <laughs> yeah. I guess my questions are might be a little jumbled from here on out. I'm curious, how do you guys perceive how others view you? I guess with a lens of throughout the years, but most likely now as a as a married couple. I don't know. I hope I hope they view us good. What do you think right now? <laughs> I know. I hope it's good things. I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> How do you perceive us? Like, what's one example that you would say? I guess to just like jumpstart that. How I perceive you guys? Uh, yeah. Again, it's a it's a little biased because I just what's crazy to me is that you guys never seem to be sick of each other. Which, <laughs> I mean, me being a hopeless romantic, I guess it kind of jades me a little bit. If I'm yeah. honest, like, yeah, it makes me a little worried because like when I do find my quote unquote somebody. I know it's hard not to compare, and that's the hardest part with you guys. Again, going back to my intro, like some people, for what I've noticed, is that they kind of brush you off as, you know, they've known each other for so long. So then you have the pressure of like, I have to know somebody for like 10 plus years. I don't have that much time. Yeah, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Um, and then the second part, like being able to stand out as like individuals, like I still, I take pride in my individualism. And if I'm honest, like I don't really know what it truly means to be in a relationship where you kind of lose yourself either. Mm-hmm. So I know that's something for me to continue to experience. But I think the pressure is that also going back to you guys, like is a pressure of time. So longevity, uh, again, at a certain point, People want to think long term because they have the means to like you have a job you have I hate to say this but like you have those things checked off in your life. Uh, Personally, that's one of the things I talk with my friends because now that we are hitting our 30s soon, it makes us a little worried because you have the pressure of time and the pressure of societal pressures. Clearly time is everyone's pressure. (laughs) Societal wise, I'm curious how that pushed you guys to make this conscious effort to get married and continue with wherever life will take you family not new opportunities whatever when did you make that conscious effort to be like this is the next step i don't know like was it based off your own thoughts or was it societal pressure we we decided to get we when we decided to got back together like i had that epiphany of like i do want to spend the rest of my life with you yeah timing wise I don't know. I'm not sure really how I timed it. I think it just, it felt right. Like we, yeah, I think we yeah. were coming up on like maybe a year of being back together. And then I think like you said, the longevity question came yeah. up. So we're like, all right, well, if it, if this is it, why not now? I think when I first decided and I 
finally told all my friends, there was a couple of skeptics. They were like, mm-hmm. you know, like, are you sure? Is this what you want to do? And I think they meant well. They really just wanted to make sure that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Because I think they also saw the honeymoon phase. Like, oh, you just got back together. You're just having a good time again. Like, yeah. but for me, it was just like, well, why not? Let's not waste one more minute, right? Yeah. And a little bit about that, like earlier that year, I think before we got engaged, was it the year before, maybe the year after, like I lost my Lola, I lost my grandpa. So I think like time was on my mind again. And it, not necessarily like, that means you have to get married. That just means like, what is your intentions then? Like if, if to spend the rest of your life with someone, then, like let's just start that now. Yeah. That's when my mind shifted and we started doing things a little bit more in the long term and rather than in the moment. Because when we got back together, I didn't want to, I definitely wanted to live in the moment because I took that from the life without you. I think I like living in the moment, being spontaneous. But now, like, why can't we do that together? But then take that moment and make it forever. I think there wasn't too much pressure to get married. Like, there there was a pressure we put on ourselves, or at least sure. for me. Like, I put a pressure on myself to get married because in my head, I'm, you know, still that planner of I want to be married by 25. I want to have three kids by 30 or, you know, something like along those lines. And at that point, I had learned that lesson when we had broken up of like, you can't control this stuff, Marnell. Like, this is not in your hand. Like, this is not in your control. Like, you just kind of got to go with the flow and whatever happens in your life is happening at the time it needs to happen. Mm. Like, that's the perfect timing. And none of our friends, like, given that you were on the younger side, like, none of your friends actually got married. So in terms of, like, society, in terms of our, like, friend group, we were the first of us to get married. Like, we've seen a couple of friends here and there, like, you know, acquaintances that got married, but they are a lot older than us, too. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't pressure of us getting married right away because everyone else around us was. It was more like, this is the right time for us. And... I think that, I don't know, that was kind of why, I mean, you finally popped the question. So who am I to say no? And I didn't want like another five-year engagement or something. It's like, let's keep this ball rolling. Let's keep moving on. Let's build our life together. And yeah, I I think they're the societal pressure part of it. I think like, not necessarily there's like a timeline. Like, yeah, like, you know, you should be married by 30. You should have like a kid. But like, theoretically, we had, Marnell had set up the, so we had a home to live in. Um, she had been working as a nurse for a while, and I finally found a career that I loved and that I was settled in. So I think, like, yeah, uh, unfortunately, it was like we already crossed those check boxes. Like, so yeah. the next box was to, you know, to get married. And that might just be, like, how we were raised and what was ready. But it definitely felt like the, the right timing. I don't think it was too soon or too late. I definitely think that we needed to go through whatever we needed to go through to get there. I, I do credit that if we never spent time apart, we wouldn't be married right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's for sure. And we had the support of our family and everything too at the yeah. time. Like, you know, you're old enough to make your own decisions yeah. now. And so yeah. that shifted too. Like, I, I felt like the ways that our family support of us was a little different when we got back together. They had like oh, respected sure. it. Yeah. I think they saw, had seen us as more of adults. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I don't know if they, I don't know if this is as witnesses of them seeing us apart and not together. Cause maybe. Because yeah. I felt like what was frustrating for us is they weren't really supportive of us when we were together, the fr- like we younger. It yeah. just felt like, all odds were against us like oh you're just in like you're just in like you know puppy love it's gonna fade and i was like what what why aren't we getting the credit that we deserve we stayed together for so long (laughs) and now that we broke up and got back together as adults like all of a sudden we're viewed as adults maybe it was because like the stage that we were in life they looked at us differently but our family seemed more excited about it they would ask like maybe like subtly like well when are you gonna do it or what's the next thing and then i said we just made that decision so i don't know i don't don't know if there was pressure really i wouldn't say there really was Mm -hmm. nothing i didn't recall I mean, going back to what people think of us, I, I like to hope that people think that we're a resilient couple yeah. that have been through a lot. It's kind of funny when I talk to people about like going back to 
are, what's your story and how do you guys do that? It's like, <laughs> it's funny that I'm learned, I've learned that other couple stories also have like some big event before they made the decision too. So that's ours. Ours is like yeah. breaking up and getting back together. So I like to think that that's made us a resilient and strong couple. But I also think like there's always going to be doubters and lives, right? But I like to think that hopefully there's more people that support us as a couple or think that we've made it. But I definitely have heard some things say like a like Hallmark couple, you know, they both went to school, they both finished yeah. college, they, you know, both are financially stable, they have a house, they have a dog. They're I mean, like, yeah, they're it's like, like on paper, right? Yeah. Like we checked all the boxes and then it's like people think, oh, because they checked all the boxes and did it at the right time, you need to follow that. Like I've heard. Or they think it's the right thing to do. Right. Like, yeah. No, 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 like, no. Yeah. Or it's like, that's and, the only way you can yeah, do it. And for the record, these two don't showboat that way either <laughs> so get your head straight if you think that but yeah but yeah just like like I said, on paper it looks like we did all that yeah. but you know we have our own struggles we had to learn things the hard way and we you know touched base on the little hardships of growing up and yeah like not seeing eye to eye and like having us be apart like it's a we've seen so much and learned so much that this is the fruits of our labor mm -hmm. if anything it's like all those years of like trying to figure it out and like not having it work in your favor and just you know that constant faith of just like it's gonna work out one day and it you yeah. know we are at that point where you know we're happy but I think being married now, it's a whole new ball game. And there's other challenges that, you know, if we were to talk to couples that are like 10, 5, 10 years older than us, they're like, well, wait till you have kids. Yeah. Wait, wait till, you know, this happens. Yeah. And, you know, we're not quite there yet. But I think the important part is just like, I hope people will see us as, like you said, like we're resilient. Mm -hmm. Like we can adapt to what is happening around us and just continue to support each other and just continue to love each other through the ups and downs, it's like your vows, right? <laughs> well, I mean, by all means, marriage is not the finish line, right? I think it's yeah, also the, it's the beginning. Um, <laughs> beginning. I mean, there uh, is no finish line. Either. Yeah, I think, and that's when we started learning like our different challenges would be, like they would present themselves differently, right? Mm. I think as a couple, it was like a time to revisit the challenges that we had before as a young couple and then we we definitely deal with them differently mm. but it was like there's actually like a sense of um calmness once we got married for me at least personally i think like knowing that we made this like really big decision together that the pressures of holding ourselves accountable would just be in marriage itself i think like the trust issues that you would have when you're a younger couple or just like the confidence in another like i think you just naturally i think maybe we just had it naturally built up by then yeah, like jealousy, any of those like little things that would come up as a young couple, it don't seem like they're things that we would phase now. And if they are, there's something that we talk about openly. I think that comes to our like personalities now too. Like we've just learned to be a little bit more easygoing with each other and not like so high strong about like, well, mm -hmm. this needs to be this way mm -hmm. and this needs to be that way. And I think that provides for a happy home and like mm -hmm. a healthy relationship yeah. essentially. Are there any relationships that you guys not necessarily get mentorship from, but maybe respect from a distance that kind of inspired you to kind of emulate that? Because uh, where that's coming from is I feel like, you know, growing up, we kind of look at other relationships and kind of take it as an example of like, that's what I'd like one day or whatnot. I'm actually curious, like, who are some of your guys's inspirations, I guess you can say? Ooh, good question. Good question. I, we definitely have them, I think. And one of the couples that I think is one of our motivations is Paul and Trisha. Mm. 
I think for me, what holds me my heart dearly is that like we found out like they kind of have a similar story. We didn't know about that, but before we told them, we admired them. We had no idea that that's what they had gone through. Yeah. And I was like, man, okay, now I definitely want to be like you guys. Yeah, they're just like another couple that were together in for high school, time. and there's not many mm-hmm. of us, so it's and like I'm, I'm, just to push that further. Besides their story, though, like what are some of the things that you've noticed about them before you? Because that's I think that's a big statement to make because. If you heard the story and then you're like, okay, I already planted in my head. You guys are like us. Like, what are you doing differently oh. versus admiring it for some reason? What was that reason? I don't know. I just like from a surface like when I'm with them, they're like, they're just people that I want to be around. Not even as a couple, just as two different separate people. Like I make that a goal. And I think like that's what we tr- not try to emulate, but like we try to live a life like that. Like we're that's just two people want, that yeah. you want to be around all the time. Because I think when you're younger, you're that you have, when you're around like a young couple, you're like, oh, like like they're coupling. They don't want to be around them. <laughs> don't bother. And them. as a married couple, That's I want to be one of those things where like we're welcoming. Like sometimes we have you know we'll get lunch or dinner with like a, a friend, and we don't want you to make you feel like a third wheel, right? Like, mm. and I think that's I hopefully like you feel that way. Like when we were younger, I'm sure if like, you would have tagged along, you're like, oh, I'm with the couple. But now it's like, Not I hope really, it's like, no. okay, good, because I feel like that's how it might have been when we were younger. Not, we weren't necessarily closed off to like whoever we were with, but. I think now we're more welcoming as like a we are a married couple, but we are opening you up to our home. Like that's we're here for it, and I think that's what they've made me feel like. So that's like kind of why I admire them so much. I think to them too, like they're like our tailgating buddies, right? Oh, that's, yeah. And they're able to kind of, and they're like what five years older than us, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, some along those lines, three five years. But just having like them be parents, but then also mm-hmm. being fun and still having. Definitely, I agree with that. One, like yeah. they have their own personalities, and yet they work so well together. Like they just respect each other. They've built a happy home. Just literally the simple things of just having a happy, healthy relationship, and just seeing it through them. You know, expanding their family or still coming to you know our Christmas parties and stuff. Sure. Like they're still cool enough to hang out with people and still build those relationships together and you know that it's Paul and Trisha together but it's also like their their own person yeah. and I think that's what we try and be like we're Mark and Marnell we're married mm-hmm. but Mark is Mark and Marnell's Marnell mm-hmm. and God that's so easy for you guys to say but <laughs> I think it's just cool because again you can navigate socially as a separate being which it sounds so easy to say but <laughs> again I just see so many of my <laughs> Sorry, friends, but that's okay. um, I'm Calling here. I'm here for it. Friends. I want to hear it. Once you're in the it. fucking relationship, you, you forgot. I'm yeah. still here, homie. Yeah. yeah, I'm not here only when they're not with your whoever you're with. You know yeah, I mean? true. And I think we were kind of like that when we were a younger couple. Oh, yeah, like once sure. we became Eminem, we were Eminem. Like literally, like <laughs> the pictures. I'm attached to your hip. Like when when I got older, I pride myself. I'm like, I don't need to be like that. Like that's not how I am. And that's part of like how I lost myself when I was younger. So I think that's. One thing in order not to lose myself again is to remember I'm yeah, an individual. What I'm kind of getting at is like you just lose yourself, which I get. Like head over heels, I get it. But yeah. at a certain degree, like what do you value, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, hard to at the beginning of relationships of course, yeah, because it's, it's like in order to prove to your other person that you're in it for the long run, you need to give them that time course, and that yeah. space. So I respect that still, yeah. But at a certain point, like it's amazing to find someone who understands and values like your own relationships. Yeah. And so I see that his guy friends are a very important part of his life and I know that he needs that in order to be happy. Yeah. And I think that's from my perspective. Like, how do you just let him go on trips without you and all that stuff and it's not 
because, you know, he's doing it behind my back or like I'm going to like nip that in the bud right now. Like it's not because we're in a bad place and he's doing it and I don't know about it or he's telling me I'm going on a trip or something and it's because I'm not home or I don't know. It's more of like a mutual respect of like, I know this is what he needs and this is for his mental health. And if he's happy, I'm happy yeah. and our our relationship is good. Like it's mm. so simple to say. It's hard yeah. to do. But as long as you have that trust with that person and like I said, it comes down to that respect. Like I respect him enough to want the best for yeah. him. That's some next level shit for people who are like, you sure you should be letting your man do that? You know what I mean? mean that shit's real. Yeah, because I get it. Like if he, you know, like I get when people cheat or whatever. Yeah. And then forever that person is broken. Yeah, and I totally sad, understand. Real, yeah. yeah, like I totally understand that. But yeah. you do have to like forgive and hopefully that person learns their lesson. And you just hope that they have a change of heart to do better. It's yeah. like. He knows what he does. So it's like he has to hold himself accountable. It's like I just have to trust that that's who he is. Yeah. I think that's for me, like the part about like being able to have guys in there going on trips. It's like it's nice to know that I have something to go home to. Right. Like and then, yeah, I'm so lucky to go on trips. But my far- favorite part of the trip is finally getting to go home. I'll tell Marnell this like I'll tell her oh, how excited I was and all the things I did. But it's also like I'm so glad to be home. Like that's like <laughs> one thing that comes out every time. And it's like, well. Like, as much as you thought it was a vacation to be away from you, it's also, like, a time to miss you. Like, it, it's true. It's true when the, they say that, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Not that you need to distance yourself to make that happen, but I yeah. think it's important if that's something that works for you, right? Like, I think it's something I'm someone that needs to get away sometimes and do certain things. It doesn't necessarily be vacation. It's just, like, do little things, right? Mm. Change of scenery is huge for a lot of people. And I think even during COVID, that was hard because I literally couldn't go anywhere, like, my everyday change of stream was going like, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour. I'll be back on like, and she'd be okay with that. And like, I literally had that taken away from me. Yeah. And that sucked. I think we're, tr- we're still tr- working on ways to make that work. And I think, yeah, Marnell is really understanding of my guy time and stuff like that. And obviously that's changed a little bit with the pandemic, but pre pandemic, she was also really like good about accommodating for it. Like, Hey, like, do you want you, the guys can come over here and that's, that, that's fine. Like, so that's like, that's a way I could have included her with that. So I think I would, cons- I would say Marnell's pretty close with a lot of my guy friends and I would trust them with her as that she trusts me with them. So it's like one of those things where it's just a mutual respect for, you know what I'm doing, you know who I'm doing it with. So yeah, it's like, yeah. it's just easier. There's no reason to like despise. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't, by all <laughs> I means. And, 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 and like I have, would have no reason to resent Marnell. Like she allows me to do all these things. But then at the same time, I think I've grown in this place where because I have so much freedom, I have to hold myself accountable to do other things, right? Like, sure. I'm like, like even little things, even like little things. Like when I was like, "Oh, you're gonna go out the guys? Can you go put gas in my car real quick?" And that's yeah. just like one of those things. Like the little things, I'm like, "Okay, I know I have to actually take care of that." It's like one thing that she's asking me to do. Yeah, right? yeah. Just one little thing. I do appreciate that, though. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this next question kind of bleeds into like you guys have already touched base on some of it already, but just so that we have you know a set list, if we can. What are at least three values that you each have grown or evolved to cherish in your relationship or your marriage now? I think I value our friendship, first off. It always comes down to that. Like, we were friends first. You choose your friends because you like them. You like hanging out with them and stuff. And then, you know, thankfully, our friendship turned into a relationship and now you're my husband. So I think I truly value you as a person and first and foremost and then as like my husband and as my partner in life 
I mean, I still have fun with you. Like we can be doing the most mundane thing, but just knowing that you're there, like I find comfort in that. And I think I just value your presence and you just being you. As simple as that is, it's huge to me to just like value you being there. Mm -hmm. Because I just think, you know, with this pandemic, like there's, I just think there's a point where what if you weren't there? Like just that simple thing of you being taken away and how much that would like rock my world. Like it would be so crazy to think that. And so, um, yeah, I just value you and having you in the flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. You don't need to do three. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about like, I don't know how to put words into or put it into words, but like values, like I definitely admire your strength in this relationship because I feel like sometimes I've learned to be very vulnerable and I think I'm just at a loss of what to do sometimes and you just like, you pull up your pants and you're like, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Stay grounded. This yeah. is okay. And that like that's what grounds me, right? Especially like I'm someone that like lives very like loosey-goosey, like <laughs> we'll just figure it out. Like, and then that bites me in the butt later on when reality hits, right? And then you're like, no, it's okay. Like we got this. And that that's been very helpful, especially with COVID and like a lot of unknown happening. I think this past year we were talking, like thinking about just like what to do to keep yourself busy, but at the same time, how do you give yourself structure and live freely at the same time? I think for you, like helping me appreciate the mundane things that we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to watch a lot of TV together, but how do we do this in a way where it's something that benefits as a couple and not just something as busy work? So I think that's been important. Little trips to Target on Friday nights yeah. are like a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's, true. Yeah, and then we're both anxious so at the same time. Like, there's so many people here. We got to go home now. <laughs> like, it's 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 wild right now. Right? But at least you share that anxiety. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what I mean, you're on the grocery store. We got to yeah. go now. <laughs> Here's a fun question. What are some not necessarily quirks, but what are some things that you kind of have taken from each other? Um, so, for example, I guess. Oh. For what I've noticed is like Ate will be more outgoing or take a conscious effort to like, yeah, I'm going to do a spontaneous trip to somewhere or whatever. Yeah. Let me go. Or for you, Mark, is like, you know, have a deep conversation with other people. You know what I mean? Where it's like you don't normally, well, especially f- with me and you, like yeah. I've enjoyed having deep conversations with you because it's not always something that we've grown doing. Totally. Yeah. But I also think it's also taking a conscious effort on on both of our ends to have those meaningful conversations too. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you've guys again taken from each other, adapted to, or kind of took like not not knowingly or uh, subconsciously, subconsciously? Yeah. yeah, that's tough. I feel like there's a lot. It's just I mean, you are to... outgoing now. I will say that. Like, and also like <laughs> social media wise, I feel like we're not like people that don't use social media, but now even stuck at home. And I I'm like a social media act- addict before. Yeah, I mean, I still kind of am, but like. But then Marnell uses it to her advantage and like, I was like, oh, I found this new donut place. Could we go try it? And like, yeah. usually I'm the one doing stuff like that. And I mean, it's little things, but becoming a food, but it makes us, <laughs> yeah, it makes us go out of the house and do certain things. Right. And like, whereas I've learned how to be a, a homebody like you, like not leave the house. And yeah. that's something that I've learned to pick up. But then I've actually learned that's like been healthy for me because I I've like, I'm always on the go. And sometimes I just need to be silent with myself i didn't know how to do that but i think like i picked that up with you like i just want to be alone right now and like that's all i want yeah we've kind of been opposites in some ways in that sense but when at the right time like it's both been pretty nice for the both of us i mean i've tried to like be interested in the things that you are interested in like when you were doing golfing we go to the golf range or Mm -hmm. something like given that's all done i didn't really like it but (laughs) at least i tried like i've been trying new things and yeah like you building your gym like i you know kind of support that i'm like i 
not that type of person either. So it's just like I've learned to just kind of try to live his life and try to encompass myself in things that he likes. Subconsciously, I don't know if I've like picked up mannerisms or something from you. I don't know either. I can't pinpoint it. It's like when people ask you, like, what are your pet peeves? I'm like, eh. <laughs> but I know um, in terms of, like, family, like, that's definitely been a huge one in terms of us trying to be the glue to, like, my family and your family. Like, we always try and make time to, like, go to their house or just, like, you know, visit them. And now that we have Kingston, too, it's kind of, like, our binding thing to value and spend time with each other's yeah i think it's nice to i feel like i hope we're breaking up everyone else's routine that it helps them like keep seeing too i think for us definitely it's nice to have a place to go to just as just something to point out too i feel like again it's cool that you like you guys try to take that conscious effort to build other relationships with your specifically family and whatnot maybe this is just me but i feel like that's just a good sign that like your relationship you know your relationship is beyond that and needs the support of, you know, a bigger community, which mm-hmm. could be, you know, your friends or whatnot. I think it's just cool how you guys are already at a place where, as of right now, like, and again, a relationship is up and down, but it's just cool to see that you're at a place where your relationship is healthy enough that you're reaching out to others, you know what I mean? And incorporating others, because that's what it's really all about. We all help each other in some way. And you know, sometimes you have issues that you got to deal b- between you and your spouse, or there's some things that you just kind of have to air out with, you know, friends and family or whoever you trust. And I feel like those are cool moments to have too. I guess my next question is, what's a, not necessarily a piece of advice, but what's something that either a person or a couple has told you, or maybe even showed you that has inspired you to continue to evolve and improve your relationship with each other? Ooh, never thought of this. <laughs> It can be really simple too. Like, for example, you guys mentioned like just going out on random target trips. Like, that's so simple. But some people think what makes a relationship quote unquote great is that they have to take the biggest vacation and do the most extravagant things. But that's cool because it's like, one, it's affordable. And two, (laughs) it's so basic, but it's, it goes down to the basic concept that you guys are just spending just quality, normal time together. People don't have that time necessarily or make the conscious effort to have that time. Mm-hmm. So it can be as simple as that. So I, I mean, I see my parents do that. Like we never really grew up like going on big trips or anything. No. And so and yet they still have like a healthy, happy relationship. And so valuing like the little trips to the grocery store, I think stems from them. Like we would go to the mall on a Saturday and that would be our like family outing or mm-hmm. just like a family dinner. Walking like around, when we yeah. go to dinner with your family, um, it doesn't even have to be a birthday or anything, mm-hmm. but just that like physical image of just like we are together. And I think that really binds us and mm-hmm. is like a great example of just like, I just want that for our future. You know? yeah, I think that's definitely, a, that's that's a huge habit. I think we picked up from my family is that both of our friends we didn't really grow up traditionally sitting at the dinner table to eat meals right and we we have that lifestyle still like we eat when we're hungry we eat at the kitchen counter we don't really eat at the table but like going out to eat is in itself doesn't have to be for birthdays but it's in itself an activity to do together which we had to find a way to to meet that need during the pandemic because i feel like we we lost that for a second because that that would be when we were times we would sit one-on-one no phones no tv to watch a show while we're eating yeah so I think that that's been hard. And I was like, we're still trying to find that challenge right now with the pandemic going on. And then maybe even talking about it's making me think about like, how do, how do we look at that more and, and do that more intentionally, right? 
I, I definitely want to be more intentional with some of the activities that we do. And that might be one of the ones that I think we should work on, actually, now we're talking about it. I think another example is not a person or anything, but when people like we do go out with our friends or just, like, you know, family or whatever, and it's just like a natural conversation who they be they they have like a relationship question or they're in a completely different phase of their relationship like it's nice to be able like I just want to share like what our story is and how we've changed and how we've learned along the way and just kind of helps them I mean I would hope it would but just being able to share that I think that kind of helps too to just keep on you know if if they can learn a lesson from our experience like that's huge to me in response to that, I think it's sick sometimes because sometimes at the end of the day, people just kind of want to hear what they want to hear. And I hate to say it, but like, for example, like some people just can just find out like, oh, you've been together for that long? Not listening. You know what I mean? And it just sucks because that discredits you of everything that you probably have a lot of really, you know, good lessons to pass off. But sometimes it sucks when people discredit you like that. But, you know, granted, when people do ask, I'm sure you guys are more than happy to share, you know in any way that could maybe help them with whatever they're dealing with. Yeah. That's why this conversation is great because it kind of opens the door for people to even start the conversation. That's really what this is part of as well. It gives opportunity for people to be like, I never knew that, but also gain more respect for you guys. I think it's cool to have this. Yeah, I think it's super refreshing yeah. to talk to people about it. Yeah. I'm going to ask more wholesome questions now. So these are called hard hitters. You can answer it from uh, as a married couple, or you can answer it from personal. Honestly, I think it's a combination of both, but let's try it out. So what is your most treasured memory with each other throughout all the years that you've been together? <laughs> Ooh, are they the same? <laughs> Just something, it can be something so basic. I really don't want to. I actually want to think. Sure. I think one big one. I'll try and think of another one, but just like our wedding day. That was like something I anticipated like my entire life. Yeah. And it was crazy. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was, it was the pre, biggest party I've ever pre COVID <laughs> days. And we had like over 300 people there. Like the church was full. Like it was beautiful. It had rained like all weekend before and was like gorgeous that day. So it's just like that was like one of my like absolute favorite memories. Like, to see not the finish line, but you know, like something that we had worked for, like the day that we had worked for, finally coming yeah. into fruition was amazing. And just like seeing you, like I was like crying, come, coming down. And I was like, no, I got to keep it together. But I just remember being in that moment. And yeah. that was just like amazing to relive and to think about. I think another memory is just like our trips to like Disneyland. Like we've gone so many times, but I've always enjoyed those kinds of like outings and just, you know, being carefree and Disney's like the best place to be and being with our cousins and stuff. Those are always like really fun memories. I think our wedding for me is very memorable, like not to be cliche, but you know, as a guy, you don't have big events like that as much. And I think that's or like a, an event where all that many eyes are on you paying attention on you. So that was like really anxiety driving, but also really <laughs> exciting at the same time. I don't think I've ever been more conscious of my smile the whole day. <laughs> Face hurt. Yeah, I was like, man, this my cheeks hurt. Um, I think another one was our honeymoon because we decided to do kind of like an old people honeymoon and we, we took a cruise to Alaska. Yeah. But one of the cool things about that trip is our dinner mates were like one was like a really, really old couple. And this other one was like a, a fairly old couple, mm. but like 
and then we heard about their story and their lives and that they vacation together intentionally every year so i think like it's kind of interesting because since that day i mean yes our our anniversary comes up every year but i've always wanted to say like we should definitely take a big trip like this every year too for me it was like a hint of like what you have to look forward to growing old together and i feel like we we saw because we were two different age couples we saw like the different stages that we have to look forward to like the older couple was like cute but funny there in their own way. They like where they weren't lovey dovey anymore, yeah. but they were like caring for each other, like in weird ways, or like, you know, the old wife's pestering the old husband. But like I was like, that's cute. And then you have the younger one where it's like still into each other, but they're like you can see them kind of going on the end of other things. Like one's talking about like, I want to do this activity, I wanna go like basically I wanna go golf and mm-hmm. the other one's like, I wanna go relax. It's like, okay, so that we're getting that phase right now. And then so it's just like showing the different phases of relationships. And I think that like was really memorable to me actually that was fun too like our first time like going around <laughs> yeah seeing alaska and on a cruise for the very first time uh, we love cruises for now from now on now <laughs> so amazing <laughs> any all-inclusive things so as you guys are getting older and obviously progressing in your marriage are there any new ways that you've noticed how you're expressing your love like the old people <laughs> like, so, I mean... yeah because mark because honestly mark's like that for example the older couple like Maybe this just is me, but as you get older, you don't need to express it in a certain way where it's like buy things. Yeah, you don't need to keep reaffirming it. Not that you that you shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's definitely nice. But I'm kind of getting at like sometimes just being like, "Here, honey, here's your daily coffee that you enjoy." Just a simple acts of kindness where it's like you (laughs) literally don't need to bullshit anymore. Yeah. Um, I think we, he, he does a good job, I think, of doing that. Like, for example, I can just think of last night, like my stomach hurt a little bit and I have this little bear that needs just like a heat pack. I literally just like called him. I'm like, hey, can you like warm up my my bear? And he just brought it up. Yeah, yeah. That simple. And it's just, I appreciate those little things. And just with like Nanai and Tatai, just like growing up, seeing like Tatai get Nanai a glass of water every single night. And I like subconsciously didn't think of this, but every night, no matter how tired he he would be like dead asleep. And she's like, oh, yung tubiko, my water. And he would just get up and without complaint. No, no, there's complaints, but it's like- I mean, it's whispering complaints. Yeah, he's like, fuck, man, I'm tired or whatever. (laughs) But it's more of like the action. He would still do it, yeah. Yeah. And like little things like that. And I see you do that when you're like, you know, doing something, but you go out of your way or like get the gas for my car so it'd be ready for when I go to work. The little things that show your love. Yeah. Unconditional love at this point. I mean, I appreciate the McDonald's breakfast I get to wake up to sometimes <laughs> when you finish your stretch at work and bring home breakfast and I get to wake up to that. Oh, yeah, Marnell called it out the other day. Like, she says, you know, you, you kiss me on the forehead a lot now. Like, that seems like a very old couple thing to do, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm, I don't need to make out with you or whatever. Like, but it's like, yeah, you're right. It, it, I think we show our love in really like sweet, small. but like Just small, small ways, gestures, yeah. but they go a long way. Yeah. Definitely. I still get presents and stuff. Yeah. That, like if there's something that I know he's been eyeing or just like he's been talking about, I'll hear him out. Mm-hmm. Try Like I try and surprise him and stuff sure. too. Like he'll get me something like things that I've been talking about or is on like my Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. We still do those things, but we know it's not like the basis of a relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to judge his love based off of how yeah. expensive of a it, gift it's, I, I think get. it's more intentional now too. Like if it, it's something that we know – think you're super into it's not like value or it's not fancy or nice to show off it's more yeah. of just like this is actually something i actually think you really want and really like not that i'm gonna go out and buy you like a sewing machine because i know you want to do that like or like a refrigerator like 
we're not to that point where we're buying like really superficial like marriage presents, but we're buying like things that we know that you actually would use or actually are wanting to do. So that we because we want to like support things that you're doing, right? I think you you're you do a good job of that and whatever that I need, right? I'm sure if there's like something that I talked about with my gym, like you'll eventually like go with me to go get it or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I think the best part is that this is specific to what works with you guys. You know, mm-hmm. it's just what you've learned over the years and not to say like you have to keep buying somebody like a special present. Some people don't have that love language. Like if you want to look at it that way, it seems like you guys have a good grasp of each other's love languages. And I think you mentioned it, Mark, the other day, like the way that you receive it is not the same way that you show it. Like they have their own combinations. So totally. Yeah. By the way, what are your guys' love languages? What are the different kinds again? Words of affirmation, which is I, one thing I think I re- like to receive. Yeah. I definitely like to be affirmed. Service. Acts of service, yeah. physical touch. Yeah. And then is it gifts? Gifts, yeah. Physical yes, gifts. Yeah. I forgot the other ones. Or uh, quality time. Uh, I, I think I value time. Like yeah. I like having you spend time with me and words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. And I, I like to give service, I think, and gifts ish like i like to buy people thing if they wanted something i'll be like oh let me go get that for you like don't worry about it or like do you want food now let me feed you like no big no big deal like that's my way of showing hey i care about you sure me too i think i I do i like gift giving too words of affirmation something that i prefer to receive but i also think i give that a lot too like i like to be encouraging to people but i also don't think that's something that i've always done i think that's just something i've learned to do like for me the best way to show appreciation for someone is to, to let them know how valuable or like meaningful they are to you I don't resemble that. My <laughs> honorary <are> to <laughs> so what Mark just said. My I'm joking here, but my honorary uh, new love language is just talking shit. Cause, uh, <laughs> oh, hey man, if you ain't talking Rude. about them. Then. Yeah, so if I'm like, you're a piece of shit. That means I love you, man. Yeah. I'm thinking you're about waste. you. Yeah, man. <laughs> I care about you. All right, we're getting near the end, but what are three things that you guys are most thankful for right now? I feel like everyone's thankful for health, but for I mean, me, it's I, number one. For, for me, yeah. I think it's like quality time because like time is moving really slow right now and really fast at the same time but whatever you're doing in that time means so much it could be mundane things but the quality of the time man it goes a huge way yeah it's like time to slow down it's time you spend with family is just huge at Mm -hmm. this point well health is another so i'm super thankful working in the healthcare field that i've been healthy through it all like i've was one of the first to get vaccinated. You know, I've been working like in like the area where patients do have COVID. And so I prioritize taking care of myself, getting enough sleep, eating, you know, meals on time. And I'm just very thankful for my health and for Mark's health and for my family's health. Like, thankfully, you know. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thankful for my relationships, like my friends and family. I think that has been really important with because one, you're not seeing them in the same, man- same manner as you have been able to this whole past year, but in the quality of your conversation or in the quality of time that you actually do spend with them, it, me- it means a lot, right? And I think you make that time more meaningful, right? And also, there are friendships that I've built this past year that I didn't think would go from superficial to actually close. And that's because, like, one, you make an unconscious effort to, like, have a conversation with somebody, right? Like, you can't... You're actually building that relationship. Yeah, like, and you're like actually like talking about things and, or, like... Yeah. Yeah doing fun things together versus like before there's a lot of superficial things you can do together you're just doing activity together but you're not really bonding now you're like really bonding time my health and my relationships have been really quality to me i'm thankful for kingston he's been my covid buddy this whole time and 
having his presence in the home when you're not home or something and just he keeps us entertained <laughs> yeah he's he's definitely like an example of enjoying the simple things like what does he need he needs a food or a tree and, <laughs> and he's his naps and his cuddles that's all he needs and yeah like, if you think about like a hard day and like what you need like you're just like because i'm like he's fine like i should be fine too like i have everything i need kingston's by the way is our two and a half year old have a malt puppy <laughs> little stinker <laughs> yeah he's, he's the best sleeping on the couch as we he's do this. knocked out thankfully <laughs> he was barking earlier so you won't hear it uh what is maybe something that you guys are there any relationship goals that you guys have that will continue to help transform and better your marriage or relationship with each other? Like, what are some, there's a better way to put it, but it's like, what are some weaknesses that you guys have noticed have come up that can need more care to improve? I mean, one thing I think we're both really excited to be someday is parents. And I think with Kingston, like, it's a dog, right? Like, you always treat it like a child, but like, we are seeing like how sometimes not eye to eye we are with things or like lax or too strict and i think that's something that we want to meet halfway on so we, we have plenty of time to work on that right yeah, yeah. other side of things we know that like how our different strengths are going to be better for that too so i think we'll have a balance so you know whatever god has planned for us but hopefully like that'll be a fun little adventure for us yeah. when the time comes yeah i'm yeah. excited for that that'll be a whole new ball game oh i god. think for us if you know we ever have kids and just trying to navigate through like what kind of parent do i want to be mm-hmm. like what kind of things did i see growing up that i want to do and things that i saw that i absolutely don't want to do so it'll be like a new adventure for us i think and we definitely want to be young and exciting and active parents right i think like just because you become parents doesn't mean you have to join this realm of like you can't do anything anymore totally want to be the parents that show up and you know one look like good parents take care of kids but then also know have fun you know we talked about that earlier with what we admire about other couples and i think that's a goal that we want to have as a couple too as a family too one thing to remember though is like looking at like your guys' relationship you just kind of let things happen and took it for what it was you know what i mean I'm curious too, like what that will look like when you guys do eventually become parents. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a new journey. It's like, <laughs> it's great to have those goals, but it's also cool because it's like seeing even in your own relationship, what I'm getting as like, kind of took it for what it was, but being able to adapt and use each other's strengths and whatever with each other and just being able to take on those new challenges. My final question is, if you can recap your whole relationship journey at this very moment, What's one lesson or piece of advice that you guys would give to somebody who either struggling or just wants to take their relationship to the next level? Like what's something that you guys have taken to heart or tried to aim towards? Maybe a quote or a a motto. What's a trending theme? Something like that. You know, I have like this huge poster thing that says everything happens for a reason. And I've kind of always lived by that. Sure. There's always a good or bad lesson that you can learn um eventually you'll later down the road you'll you'll find that silver lining in all the things and i think we can attest to that in terms of like our relationship and how there was always a silver lining that we never you know necessarily saw in the moment but just looking back on it now like those struggles are the blessings in life Mm. and you learn from them you grow from them and it's like things that you never knew you needed at the time, but, you know, 10 years down the road, you're just like, man, I'm so thankful that I struggled through that because now I'm like stronger and I'm more confident or, you know, I've learned so much about myself that I wouldn't have if that didn't occur. So, yeah, I think finding the good things in life and kind of holding on to them, cherishing them will definitely get you through. 
never lose faith and like good things will happen and everything is happening in God's time. If there's any advice that I had to other couples, it's, I mean, I still have to take this advice to today. Like, sure. It's, it's really try and listen and hear each other because I think there's so much busyness in this world and sometimes we get caught up with what we think we should be doing or what we think we should be saying. But if you actually stop and listen and try to really understand what the other person needs or is trying to say, then you can begin to truly help them or give them what they want. And I think validation goes a long way, right? Sometimes what you hear is something that's also hard to hear sometimes. Maybe it's something that's about you personally that you're uncomfortable with yourself. But if it's your couple or if it's your you know, your spouse or whatever, that's your life partner and they, you want them to be wholeheartedly honest. So it's sometimes the honesty is brutal, but only then can you move forward and build on that. Sometimes we we try to keep that away because we think that's going to make us unhappy. But then at the same time, if you can't be that person, then like maybe you can't be with that person forever. And we talked about this earlier too, like just putting aside your ego, it seems like you guys are really good at doing that. I'm sure there's moments where it's like it kind of <laughs> nitpicks at your own. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's insecurities, but then you guys are able to kind of eventually take the step back and be like, okay, that's why they're responding this way or mm-hmm. just ultimately putting away that ego and being like, this is where you're coming from, like being able to take that next step in listening to where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that easy to do? I'm actually curious. It, it's, it's hard. I think like I always want to pride myself and say that I, I want to be present and intentional. Mm. Like I think that's like the key things to being to living happy in life. But even I fall short of that in our own marriage. But that's like a check for yourself. Mm. Just talking about it right now. I'm like, how could I have been more present these past couple of weeks? Right. Mm. I think. Or even just like checking to see with you if you feel like I'm being present. Because I think we can easily fall into the everyday time of life and just live, <laughs> go through the steps. And the whole point of being in a relationship is that there's other person to kind of hold you accountable or be your partner in there. So like you have that check for yourself. Still working on it, man, to this day. I think there's also a time and a place to have certain conversations engaging when your partner is actually available in that time and when they're not. Mm. There's moments where I'm just like, I am not ready to talk. So please just leave me alone. Mm. And I need my own time and we'll like go in separate rooms or something in the house just to get that separation if we had like a big argument about something. But it's important to close that loop and not just let it sit there and Mm. let it fester. Like we we don't like to sweep things under the rug because we know that eventually things are going to come back and like haunt us again. Mm -hmm. And so you need to resolve those issues and, you know, be kind to each other and just, you know, kind to yourself too and know your limitations. Like I'm not ready and that's okay. But eventually, you know, having the courage to come back to it and then when the time is right to have the conversation and it could be a hard conversation but just knowing that okay i'm in a better space to talk to you and Mm. it will be a lot more constructive when you both both parties are ready to talk to each other and to truly listen and to truly hear with like your heart (laughs) essentially Mm -hmm. it's hard when you are both really emotional and having that conversation like sometimes they say things you don't mean or like it just comes out it's hard to put into words what you really want to say But definitely like, yeah, like that saying, like, don't go to sleep angry at each other. Like, that's true. Like, always make sure you address it. Like, maybe it doesn't have to be tonight or today or like, but definitely always talk about I think you don't want that to come back and bite Mm -hmm. you in the butt later on. And I think we've learned that. We're still working on it. But I think that's something we're really good at. 
we're definitely good about like separating if we know it's not a conversation needs to be had. I think we're more aware of it. It's not necessarily like we're quick to like fix all of our problems. We don't have any of them. They're more like we're aware of the situation. We know that this is tough for the other person and we'll give it some time and we'll figure it out later on. Sometimes you need a little good fight, but (laughs) yeah, it's it's just cool to see how you guys have addressed those things, you know, willingly and unwillingly. You know what I mean? But you know, it's at the end of the day, like this is your spouse and like we're just trying to make it through another day sometimes it feels like. But other days it's like, let's evolve to the next step. The little things that show your love. If we're going to do this, it's me and you against the world. Oh man, I hope you guys really enjoyed that two-part series. Big shout out to Mark and my sister for sharing their story and highlighting key lessons that they've learned throughout the years. Again, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at hint of underscore lemon and listen to us on all platforms. Hasta la vista, baby.